I'm dropping some stuff that can tell you to supercharge your placements, man. From going from just a track being used here and there to, you know, seeing a track gain traction and and get used. And I'm pulling this stuff from tracks that's, that's been used multiple times within one episode, not just like a single placement. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. What's good, people? This is Clint aka Clint Music and I specialize in producing music for TV and film and I teach other producers how to monetize their music by showing them how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement ready music for TV as well. Listen man, when you got kids and they get a hold of your glasses and you put them on because you about to go live and then you notice it's like mad smudges and fingerprints on this joint. I put these, it was looking mad cloudy. Shout out to my oldest. Um, <laughs> I had asked, I was like, why do you have my glasses? You just like, I want to look like you, daddy. That cracked me up. So he got me. I couldn't even get mad. Like I was about to get mad and I, I couldn't even get mad at that. I'm like, you want, you want to look like daddy. I can't, I can't be mad at you for that. Um, uh, so shout out to everybody in the stream, man. Let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you do today on today's podcast, man. Uh, so I posted a video earlier on my YouTube channel about a recent placement on the History Channel. I'm catching my breath because I ran out of steps. Um, and I learned some things. I learned three things specifically from these recent placements. And then some other placements I've gotten um, as of, I don't know, over the, the past six months or so. And there was there's three things that really, really stood out. And I'm gonna go over those three things today. So make sure you stay locked in. Make sure you got your notepads because I'm gonna I'm share some gems that's gonna help you um, when you're creating music for sync and all that stuff. So let me see what we got in the building, man. We got, uh, let me see, genuine life. Do you copyright your music? Oh, we first comment is a question. Let's go. Do you copyright your music before pitching your music? It depends. It really depends. It's a case by case basis. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the instrumental stuff I produce for TV. I don't, uh, being 1000% honest, I don't even worry about it because number one, that joint's gonna get mad expensive unless I wait and save and do a whole collection of works and then just send everything. Um, as far as, you know, everything I do and as fast as, as it's going out, like, yeah, I, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, so, <clears throat> but do what makes you feel comfortable because one thing y'all not about to do is come back like, yo, Clint, like you told, you said you don't do this, blah, blah, and then you're in a lawsuit. Nope. So do what makes you feel comfortable. Do what you feel like, you know, will, will work out for you. Um, but I've, I've never, knock on wood, I've never had an issue in this sync space with like a supervisor trying to steal my minute and a half, you know, orchestral hip hop instrumental. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Amar Monroe was good. Also host a review show and would love to have you on if you ever have time. It is home for a lot of independent artists. Super dope, man. Um, shoot an email. Um, there's an email uh, in my on my Instagram page at Clint Music. Um, send it there and then we'll review it. If I if I have time, I'll try and make it happen. Um, if not, we'll let you know that as well. Um, I wanted to know that process. Indeed. Um, AJ Young Fresh, LZ in the building. Uh, Jathan Sparks Music was good. Why is it so hard to submit music? It's not. Um, I guess 
to clarify what in, in your eyes is hard about like what what do you find challenging when it comes to submit music for tv and film then we can figure out how to make it easier number one um and figure out like where the roadblock is coming because um you know there's there's different aspects of submitting music you know who are you submitting to how are you submitting it are you submitting music that they even need um you know what i mean and so like those different things like if one of those things are off then yes it's just it will seem hard but once you have all excuse me once you have like all those things aligned and you know you're doing it the proper way um that's when that's when it'll you know things will will, will be easier um <clears throat> and things will just start to work and move because you've cracked the code um by the way if you want to avoid mistakes before submitting which these are the things that make it hard to submit and the things that increases the chances of you hearing no um if you're on my ig page just type the word mistakes i'll send you a free guide for those on youtube just hit the link in the description um the clintproductions.com slash link in bio and you can get that free guide as well to show you the, the top mistakes to avoid um so yeah my glasses and shoes yeah man kids will rip you for everything um atlanta's in the building detroit's in the building la chicago right now but houston toledo ohio shout out to scotty b shout out to the hometown toledo shout out to uh shout out to wtol they uh they did a a, a segment about um about me and my guy um we we had a placement on grand crew um so that was super dope shout out to wtol 11 in toledo ohio um super cool uh producer from la love it michael connor music is in the building what's good storm joint orlando florida guitarist and music producer vancouver uk is in the building um uh, producer in seattle super dope chicago's in the building new orleans is in the building i love it super dope so <clears throat> let's dig into it man three things i've learned from recent tv placements as i take a sip of water i'm ashamed i haven't i haven't had water all day um so number one i learned <clears throat> to think ahead and keep alternate versions in mind so if you go back to the video I posted earlier today on YouTube, I mentioned the strings and how I did the strings a certain way and my thought process when I put those strings together. Um, that was something that I did. I, I was more intentional on that specific track. Um, but what I learned after seeing the track, you know, be successful um, was that. I need to think ahead a lot more in the tracks that I'm producing. You should think ahead, too. So what I mean by think ahead is when you're creating a track, you know, you're not just thinking about, OK, this just this beat, this finished product. It's just this one beat. You have to think about the fact that multiple versions are going to be created. Sometimes we as the producers are creating these alternate versions. Sometimes um, the editors at the publishing company are creating these versions so it just depends but 
you want to keep that in mind when you create um, because the more versions that can be created from the one beat the more opportunities you have of actually getting a placement for example i think in in the track that got placed on uh the toys that built america on the history channel um I, I think it was like seven versions that was created from that one track so that's seven chances from just one track being created you know what i'm saying so i i produced the one track sent that to the publisher and then they created these alternate versions um and based on the alternate versions uh you know it just showed me okay the way i was thinking about the strings and different things like that uh, was was great because that's exactly what they used when they created some of these you know these uh cut downs and uh underscore versions and things like that um so thinking ahead and, and composing your track you know thinking okay if you have all guitars even from an organizational standpoint if they come back to you and say hey we want guitars only or we want synths only or we want strings only organize your session in a way to where you can quickly solo all your strings or all your guitars um and you and you know and you have labeled what everything is so that you can quickly solo or mute certain things so you can quickly create those stems and get them off um, or if you're sending you know the track outs to them name everything in a way to where they can quickly identify what's what so they can quickly create those versions you make their life easier they're going to come back and they're going to give you more work this is how it works um so um see uh uh guyana in the building north carolina i see y'all um <clears throat> so thinking ahead when you produce so now like every time i'm sitting down to create music for tv i'm gonna do that more um i'm gonna think about what could the final alternate version sound like or be um and then just kind of section things off in a way that'll make it easier um, not only for myself but for editors who may be creating these versions as well so that's number one if you guys have questions on the youtube channel definitely drop them in the chat as i'm talking about this stuff um to make sure you guys under understand genuine life says do you do exclusive or non-exclusive or both it's a great question um i have a combination of both a lot of the full song stuff that i do most of that stuff is non-exclusive um and then there's some stuff that's exclusive so yeah it's a combination of both um you know you'll see both um there's no there's no right or wrong way to do it you know again it's just about what you feel comfortable with whatever you're cool with being exclusive for a period of time um or maybe for forever depending on <laughs> depending on the deal some of the stuff is in perpetuity so whatever you're okay with um you know that's cool and then and like don't get scared of in perpetuity either like some people freak out and they're like oh my gosh that means forever like i mean it's okay like if they're placing it and they're pitching it forever then that means you're gonna get royalties forever um it could mean you're possibly getting upfront sync fees forever um so just depend on how that deal is structured but yeah combination of both um could you provide examples of alternate versions everyday runway go back to the 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 video i posted earlier it's um sync sync placement breakdown i posted it like i don't know what was it two three o'clock or something this afternoon go back to that video and you'll see the the examples of alternate versions in that video 
um and it's a lot of they they made like seven of them so you'll see exactly what i'm talking about um jathan sparks music says are you remixing when they request a different version or am i only sending stems and they are remixing as necessary another great question no so the the way i do it is it's just like i mix the track one time so i create the full beat and then mix it master it i have i do everything myself right so it's mixed and mastered by myself so i literally just have everything in one session makes it easier um and then i'll just create the versions based off of that final mixed mastered version in the session um so depending on what they're having me create i may create like an alternative session within my logic pro session they kind of give you this option to create alternate versions of this actual session so i'll do that or i'll just like i'll highlight a region in in the track like say it's 30 seconds right i'll highlight the 30 seconds that i want to bounce out and then i'll just bounce that out and create the version like that um if it's you know just certain sounds being taken out i'll just mute all the strings and then bounce a version with the strings muted so it's all running through that same mix and master so everything is consistent um sometimes i'll take the uh like the the plug-in the the limiter like the plug-in that's just boosting the volume um the the master volume sometimes i'll disable that so that they have headroom because um, sometimes they'll take your individual stems and do their own mixes which was the case um, for this the track that was in that previous video as well um so they'll do that sometimes they'll just ask you for stems and then they'll do the final mix um so in that case i'll just disable certain plugins on my master and um send them those unmastered stems so they can do what they need to do yes logic pro gang i love it are the rules different for getting songs placed not really i mean there's additional rules because now you have lyrics to keep in mind um but those are you know just knowing what themes work well for tv um you know staying away from uh you know brand names and people and specific places and years and times and dates and stuff like that unless specifically asked for um but other than that the process is the same for a song or an instrumental you know you make sure you're registered with the pro you know you find research companies that would fit well with the music you make um you create the music and then you know you send that music reach out to them send the music to them once they give you permission and then they'll uh you know they'll match it with the clients that need the music that that you make so if you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in tv and film but you just don't know where to start the road to 10 placements is where you start this is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 tv placements and it's the exact blueprint i use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements this course is going to teach you how to produce prepare and pitch placement ready music for tv this course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as mtv nbc vh1 nba network hulu 
Netflix, and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open, so go to roadtotenplacements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code podcast20 to take 20% off at roadtotenplacements.com. Go enroll today. The process is the same. It's just, it's need-based. So whatever company needs what, that's what's going to determine what gets placed at the end of the day. Um, So yeah, so that's number one. Think ahead and keep alternate versions in mind. Um, Number two, the second thing that I've learned from these recent placements is... And this is this has been a big one. Like I've noticed this. I've noticed this. Honestly, the the entire last album I did for West One Music Group, this was like a reoccurring thing because they asked for it specifically. So I was intentional because that's what they asked for. Just follow directions, right? So the second thing is create tracks with multiple stings. This has been very very eye-opening to me and it's, it's crazy because my guy shout out to my guy 85 productions llc nelson he he like some a couple years back he came on a live zoom call um and he had broke down a session he did and he broke down his structure and his structure had multiple stings and like we was just we all looked at the joint like yo this is he just gave us like the secret sauce so then when i was asked about this from this publisher it reminded me of that and i'm like my man been on this for years and i get it now so the multiple stings man is like a cheat code because now you you give editors like multiple sections to work with so for example one of the alternate versions that you'll see in the previous video i posted um they created a 30 second version but it was like it was from a it wasn't from like the end of the track it was from like the beginning of the track like from intro to like the end of the first hook and they created a 30 second version just from that they didn't have to do any extra work they literally just like chopped it and then boom they got a 30 second version instantly um because i put a sting ending at the end of the first hook and it was like I don't know it was like two measures right so it, it was a sting and it was like done then it was like two measures and then the track came back in and on the second verse um and then i had i always put a sting ending at the end of like like the final final hook um so there was sting ending there then i did i did another track that was played it was uh one of the tracks that was placed on young uh what was it young f- young african and f- african young and famous young famous and african um it was a track that was placed multiple times on on that show, the latest season of that show, where I had like I think I had three sting endings in that, and they used it a lot of times um, throughout that season. So that's when I was just like, all right, I'm just creating tracks with multiple sting endings from now. I just finished like a um, um, uh, like a anthemic hip hop kind of um, track, and I put. I put a couple sting endings in there as well. Um, so that has been working really, really well. Highly recommend, you know, at least two sting endings 
you're gonna give you're just gonna you're gonna make editors day they just gonna love you and they're gonna they're gonna come back to you because they're gonna be like listen this person makes my life easy and that's what we want to do I t like i tell you all the time you're in sync to serve so figure out a way you can serve somebody and make their life easier and guess what happens as a byproduct your life gets better so yes that has uh that has been super helpful creating tracks with multiple things let me go through these questions see what y'all um see what y'all asking cruel intentions what's up do you write and record your own lyrics i do sometimes sometimes i do i have one that i have to finish up i did it was like for an ad it was 30 seconds but i'm gonna make it a full song um so sometimes i do not a lot um like 2011 to 2013 was probably those couple years was probably the the most i've written because i was writing for a lot of indie artists and stuff um mostly r&b stuff but um yeah i I've, I've been focused more so on just locking in on production and then passing stuff off to just crazy dope writers and singers and stuff like that and rappers who are just phenomenally more better than i am um so <clears throat> sometimes i do though especially if, if it's like a super quick deadline where it's just like i don't even sometimes these deadlines deadlines are so quick you don't even have time for somebody to hit you back tim bird is in the building what's good when it comes to creating stems should the volume be at zero db or the level it is in the mix um that that depends on what they're asking for some publishers will ask for unmastered stems and mastered stems. Some will ask for mastered stems. Um, so I leave everything exactly as it is in the mix, right? So for example, if it's mastered stems, I will I will I will leave everything as is. So I'll bounce the regular the full version out with all the plugins enabled, volume mastered at like negative zero point one, because I don't know, I don't I don't have it like right at zero so i'll do like uh or is it plus 0.1 one of those um so no i think it's negative um so i'll bounce everything out the full track just as is and then all the stems i create if they're master stems i'll just bounce everything out exactly how it's leveled in the mix so i don't change anything um and then if they you know they want unmastered the only thing i'll do is just disable plugins that are just boosting that volume up and then i'll just bounce everything out as is um so whatever the level it's it is in the mix um that's how i'll bounce it out <clears throat> um that way they don't have to like literally remix the the entire thing you know what i mean it'll make it a little bit easier and sometimes like you know i know <laughs> you know on, on the industry side of things like you're sending track outs to to artists and stuff shout out to these disrespectful gnats um <laughs> when you send track outs to the engineer sometimes they'll like they'll like tuck a sound way low like and he was like no like i want that synth especially my don't tuck my synths man i like my synths to be synthing maybe taking the synths and turning them all the way down um especially the synth lead so you know sometimes they'll like you know they get it as close to how you want that joint to sound and then bounce it out like that so when they drag it in their session you know it's gonna sound 
pretty close to what you actually want it to sound like um so that way if they're starting from scratch you know they don't hear they don't hear it like you heard it um so and that even even when you do that man sometimes i've had a couple mixes that was mixed by you know the publisher's team and i was not i was not happy um yeah i wasn't i wasn't happy with a couple mixes but it is what it is man um uh, finesse is in the building what's up dj finesse patty p what's good patty um rob hamlet what's good um so yeah so that was number two create tracks with multiple stings we're gonna get into number three shortly let me see if i uh miss any questions everyday runway i'm a singer songwriter not a producer any advice on finding a producer are there certain questions an artist should ask them to ensure it's a good fit that's a good question um so there's a bunch of producers in here i can tell you now there's also going to be a bunch of producers in the live music reviews that we're going to do at 9 30 p.m eastern pretty much right after this on youtube as well um so join that because there's some fire producers in that joint um but as far as finding them i mean instagram is like a gold mine use a hashtag producer boom you got a sea full of producers um and then you can just kind of search go through their page see if it's the music that you like um if you rock with it reach out to them questions i would ask are you familiar with sync licensing uh not everybody's gonna be but i think the main thing is like yo how fast can you work do you mix your stuff um you know how fast can you turn over things um because deadlines are quick and sync and you know making sure they're responsive like get contact info email phone number um make sure you can contact them um ask them if they're good with you know doing split sheets and stuff like that they shouldn't have an issue like anybody who has issues with paperwork is just sus like just don't even don't even mess with them um that's weird it's 2023 like if you scared of paperwork at this point you just you shouldn't be working in this business um so yeah those are some questions I like that would that would come to mind. Um, what what are what are their what's their favorite genre? Like what can they just knock out of knock out without thinking about it? You know what I'm saying? Like what can you knock out in your sleep? What's your favorite genre to produce? Um, that would be a question I I would ask. Um, that way you know okay, you can have a go-to producer for your your pop EDM stuff. You can have a go-to producer for your hip hop R&B stuff. You can have um, a go-to producer for um some some pop rock stuff so you can have some some go-to people as a songwriter um to be able to take advantage of of a lot of different opportunities with these sync companies um so that's what i would do um dj finesse is but what if i got the special sauce on the mix and they won't be able to recreate it um yeah that's that's what i say yeah just bounce some things is <laughs> some things I don't know like you can always like go back and say hey you know can we you know some publishers will give you the they'll send you the final mix and say hey what are your thoughts like is there anything you want us to change um so that's cool and then you have some where it's like by the time you figure out the thing was finalized they don't release it on all the streaming platforms so in order for them to update it they would have to and they probably ain't gonna go through all that um so yeah if you want if you want to keep your special sauce on the mix mix it and just send them the final stems 
Um, which most companies, that's what most companies I ask you for. Um, so yeah. TV placement mastery tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, so Rachel Evans says, do you receive requests for songs relevant to specific holidays, such as Christmas songs? Absolutely. Yo, we did. Uh, somebody, uh, my guy, uh, oh man, uh, Eric, he had posted something on threads. Uh, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to threads. That's new. Um, but he had posted like we were on Christmas stuff in April. Um, so yes, you absolutely receive requests for Christmas music in spring. It's nice, sunny outside. Nobody's thinking about Christmas, um, but people who work in sync at that point. So yes, uh, I think that you get you get Christmas stuff. Um, honestly, I think that's like the that's the big holiday. Like I don't really think, yeah, Christmas is like the biggest the biggest one. Just the holiday season, holiday slash Christmas music. It's all bundled into to the you know the same request pretty much um, around that time. So absolutely gill what's up gill shout out to gill a beast in this sync space um storm joint producer yeah see all these producers aj young fresh producer um zimzada i see you team dope in the building shout out to the channel members holding it down um another question do you have a training course on how we would go about checking on forwarded tracks and how to follow up on what's been used and where royalties etc absolutely man the the road to 10 placements course like i put everything like everything you possibly need um like literally from the start from just zero up until like where i am now like everything you need to uh, to get started you know how to find companies to reach out to how to reach out to them what not to do um you know how to make sure the music is presented properly all of that stuff is in the road to 10 placements so absolutely um tips on how to track stuff um i, I like to use tunesat.com um you can create a free account upload up to 50 tracks and you know it'll show you you know the the channel the track that was used the episode it'll give you an audio clip it's just super dope um so that's what i use to to track stuff and see if it's working for me um that's what i teach my students uh to use as well so yeah um but yeah road to 10 placements road to 10 placements.com the number 10 um and you'll you'll have everything you need to get started um that's literally like when i started trying to get tv placements I literally just documented everything I was doing. I was just like, all right, let me let me write down what I'm doing. Let me, you know, create content around what I'm doing so that I can remember what I did in the first place so I can go back and do it again. That's why it's so important to like even even if you take the road to 10 placements course, document your own personal journey so you know what you did to get to wherever you are. So if anything happens, you lose your deal, whatever, you know how to start from scratch and do it all over again um so it's about you know it's about creating and, and and learning repeatable processes um and that's what the road to 10 placements is it's literally my personal blueprint to start getting tv placements without connections and um you know previous experience so for sure 
If you're a producer and you've been pitching your music for TV and film and the music libraries and supervisors just keep telling you no, but you know your production is fire, it's probably because your structure is off. The structure is everything and it gives the editors everything they need to be able to place your music and give them the flexibility to place it where they want to place it and how they want to place it. So I've created the How to Structure Instrumentals for TV and Film video course where you're going to learn how to structure music for higher TV placement potential, how to produce music with effective standards slash button endings and how to produce engaging music that builds and keeps the listener interested. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just use a structure that already works. I'll show you how to do it. Go to clintproductions.com slash courses. That's clintproductions.com slash courses. Get the how to structure instrumentals for TV and film and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can take 20% off that joint. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash courses. Grab that course and let it help you today. Uh, GIC music tapping in. What's up? Um, Breezy Brainstorm. I hear that hip hop is a high genre for sync, but which subgenres seem to rank the most? Trap, boom, bap, lo fi, West Coast, Bay, Bay Area, G Funk. Man, like, dude, a combination of all of it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, what you'll see a lot of. So, hip hop mixed with something else so a lot of like orchestral hip-hop cinematic hip-hop like those are two big ones and it could be any of those subgenres that like this it's open you know what i'm saying like usually when they hit you up like yo we want we want cinematic hip-hop do you throw some 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 dope strings some cinematic sound design you throw it over some trap you th I've, i haven't heard cinematic boom bap but now i'm curious so i may go try out some cinematic boom bap but you know what i'm saying like you can experiment you can mix different things some cinematic west coast like, i think that would be fire like you can experiment with these things these these fusion genres and then pitch it sometimes it works in your favor like you create a whole nother uh a whole nother fusion of a genre and then pitch that whole joint as an album and get in the library because it's like something fresh and new. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like all all of the above. Um, sometimes they're they're specific. You know, I know there was a there was a fitness company I submitted some lo fi stuff to. So they were specific, like they want some lo fi chill music um, and they have references and then sometimes it's hey we want just straight west coast hip-hop music so it really depends on what the what the brief is asking for um so all right so number three <clears throat> the third thing i learned from these recent tv placements drop the fire emoji if y'all ready for number three because i want to i want to see if y'all soaking this in I, I need to see if y'all if y'all paying attention to these gems because i'm dropping I'm dropping some stuff that can tell you to supercharge your, your your placements, man. From going from, you know, just a track being used here and there to, you know, seeing a track gain traction and and get used. And I'm pulling this stuff from tracks that's, that's been used multiple times within one episode, not just like a single placement. You know, past couple of tracks I've done, um, you know, these these sync uh, breakdowns on on my channel they've been tracks where 
they're using two three four times in in one episode and that's a that's a separate placement each one of those are a separate placement so you get paid you know those three four different times um in royalties per use so the like the the reason you want to implement these things is so your track can get used as many times as possible because the more it gets used the more you get paid and then the longer they use it the more you get paid as well you get like bonus and pay once you get past what is it i don't know it's like a 45 or minute mark something like that around that area um the pay will will go up um a decent amount so um we want to make sure you know you optimize your tracks that's why i created the how to structure instrumentals for tv course because that is probably like one of the that's one of the biggest things that hold producers back from truly breaking into sync is because again you can have dope production you can know how to mix but like if you just have this random structure that they're not used to they're like uh or it's ending a weird way or the intro is like 74 seconds long which is a super random number but like it's not gonna work they're gonna be like pass like hurry up get to the point so you need to learn you need to know how to structure your stuff specifically for tv it's not the same as just you know just creating something and being creative and shooting it to an artist and letting them be creative um you know you got to know what they're looking for um to really really you know to really really get in there um and start getting some placements so all right let's see i'm seeing some fire emojis <clears throat> um let's see let's see let's see all right tim bird with the explosions i see you all right so we're gonna drop number three um okay third thing i learned number three and it's kind of self-explanatory pretty much but successful tracks leave clues every time they leave clues that's why i do these sync breakdowns i only do sync breakdowns on stuff that gets placed like there's no point of doing a breakdown or something that ain't got placed yet like i don't know if it works yet but <clears throat> i do these sync breakdowns not, like not for myself but for you as well but like me doing the sync breakdowns for you is teaching me stuff while i'm doing the breakdown because i'm learning i'm like yo okay this is why the track worked so it's like i go back to a track that i haven't listened to in months and then i go break down okay which parts did they use okay they use this part this part had one of those extra stings i put in there so they like multiple stings or they use this track um because of the way it broke down in the second verse so it, you know whatever um or they use this track because of how easy it was to create alternate versions uh so successful tracks leave clues so like like once you get started right you get your first deal you start getting your first placements go back to those first placements and like dissect them and study them because there was a reason why it got placed it was something they liked about it go back and start making more tracks like the ones that already got placed like you do not have to reinvent the wheel like you just use what works what already works when they send you reference tracks for the briefs that they send you listen to the reference tracks and just recreate something that's close to the reference track it's the ultimate cheat code like you don't have to be this ultra creative 
oh like i'm so innovative like don't nobody want your innovation bro like they want you to create what they want you to create and they send you examples of what they want you to create just create that that's all you have to do and you will see success <laughs> like it's not it does not have to be uh just so fresh and never heard like some people man they just like yo like i have a sound that's that's never been never been imagined on the planet earth and i'm like no this, this this has definitely been used and heard and produced multiple times on this planet so like listen to the tracks that have gotten placed listen to the reference tracks because usually when they send you reference tracks and stuff that either has gotten placed from their catalog or just really popular songs that they just can't afford to clear um when your tracks get placed go back to those tracks study them listen to them because they're leaving clues right listen to the parts that get placed in in the uh on your placements like which parts of the track got placed um <clears throat> listen to the like if you do multiple genres like pay attention to the genres that are that's getting placed the most and then double down on that um because that's that's a huge clue as well um tempo pay attention to the tempo that's getting placed a lot that's another clue you know if you notice like between that 145 160 range you see a lot of placements with that stuff probably means you should be making more of that stuff and less of you know that 91 90 to 110 bpm your r&b ballads and stuff like that that don't get placed a lot like i have some stuff in catalogs that are that are slower uh, my ballad stuff and i love to produce r&b ballads but it just doesn't get used a lot so i'm not going to create a lot of it unless i get a request for it <clears throat> so um success successful tracks leave clues that's the third thing um that i learned from these recent uh tv placements so let's run it down again so the top three things i learned from recent tv placements number one think ahead and keep alternate versions in mind number two create tracks with multiple stings that's been crucial like in the past several placements i've gotten um on netflix and history channel and then number three successful tracks leave clues so pay attention to those clues um so if you guys got questions definitely hit me with your questions um we got about 15 minutes um just to plow through some some questions that you all have and um help you out some more um thank you akila that happens to me as a singer i've made customized reference tracks in the style of sade or in the style of mariah carey there you go like they gave you the blueprint follow the blueprint i love it um one of the biggest learning curves is humbling yourself to create based on what's uh working for me at least facts and it, yeah it's tough it can be tough um you know because you may like to create a certain genre um and if you're trying to break in the sink sometimes you may have to pivot like for example if your favorite genre is like you know some mellow jazz music that stuff just doesn't get requested a lot so you may have to pivot and <laughs> speed up the tempo and, and, and hop into a different genre um if that's if that's what you want to do or you could just pivot and maybe just go in a different direction you may you may want to go into the direction of creating music um that plays on you know uh like restaurants and 
and shopping centers and things like that and figure out ways to monetize your music that way and get it on different playlists that people like to listen to you it, it just may not be sync um or it is a like a, a niche um somewhere where you know your music just excels in that particular niche and you may have to pivot and do that um so it's up to you you know how you want to how you want to play it um but sometimes yeah you gotta you kind of gotta do something different um gic music says i started to email and contact music libraries and ask them if there's anything that they're in are in need i had a few requests to link to something i've worked on for a listen test boom that's it it's that simple like reach out hey what do you need how can i help and they'll let you know like let's listen to some of your music send them a streaming link or however they want you to send it sometimes they'll say hey you know email it here or go through this submission portal on our on our website and send it and that's it you send it let the music do the talking for you they'll hit you back if they like what they heard um and then and then now the the key and this is this is where a lot of producers mess up like they'll do that for like three companies and then stop like and then all three companies will say no or you know it, it just doesn't move forward and then they think oh well it doesn't work or it's hard to get into well you only reached out to three companies number one so if you want to it's like anything man it's like the law of averages like if you want to if you know it takes you um <clears throat> I don't know say reaching out to 20 companies to get one yes then if you want to get three yeses you got to reach out to 60 companies um you know just basic math so you the the more you reach out um the proper way the higher the chance you have of hearing yes and more yeses you can get more licensing deals you can get the more placements you can get same thing with submitting music once you get the deal you can't submit three tracks and then just chill and be like oh i'll wait and see if these work first if you're not using social media to build your brand as a producer, then you're missing out on a ton of opportunities and money to grow your music production business. That's why I'm pulling back the veil on my social media growth strategy, giving you all the tools you need to be able to grow your social media as well. Now, the goal of this course is not to teach you how to attract a bunch of random followers, but how to attract targeted followers who will soon become loyal customers and clients using the power of social media. So if you're a producer, if you're an artist, a songwriter by the end of this course you will learn how to increase your following and income with social media how to create an effective content strategy and how to build influence and trust with your followers so if you're ready to step your social media game up just go to clintproductions.com courses to enroll today that's clintproductions.com courses one more time clintproductions.com courses enroll in the social media growth for producers and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can save a little bit of money let's go you're not you're not gonna nothing's gonna happen it's gonna be slow or five years later you find out you got a placement and then you haven't created anything the past five years so you got to make sure you know those numbers are up get your your pitch numbers up get your uh you know your submission once you once you sign the deal get those numbers up submit as consistent as possible so that you can increase the chances of actually getting placed um and that's that's how it works man um and, and you got to do it the uh, do i have the notes man i have some notes i don't think i don't think i have it like nearby but one of my one of my tv placement mastery students uh do i have it here 
but I, I wrote down like how many companies he had reached out to before getting his first licensing deal. Um, I want to say it was it was within it was within uh, within eight weeks because the my the TV placement mastery program is twelve weeks. Um, so before the twelve weeks was up, like he already locked in a, his first deal. But I asked him like, how many companies did you? I don't know. I can't find it. I got too many notes on here. <laughs> I, I was like, how many companies did you reach out to? Um, before that one, and it was like. I don't know he was on a roll man i can't remember the number i don't want to just say a random number but like it wasn't three i can tell you that like it was in the double digits for sure and he was going hard um because i had i have them i have them reach out to like three to five companies every day for 30 days straight so by the end of that it's gonna be a lot of companies you've reached out to but that's how we get to the yeses that's how we get producers licensing deals within 12 weeks is because we're like on the grind reaching out and making sure our music is structured right making sure um, we're reaching out right making sure we understand the business and what to look forward to making sure we understand the terminology like all of that stuff like we just go in and we we just lock in um, so that we can get to the yes quicker um, otherwise it's going to take longer success has a need for speed so you got to move fast you can't be dragging your feet um so <clears throat> let's see Got a few more minutes. Um, Carlene says, thanks for the tips. No problem. I hope they help. Um, let's see. No doubt, BFL. Um, Davey Dave, what's up? I see you. We Create Music TV was good. I email, emailed around 20 to 30 so far because I'm, um, I'm set on getting my name out there for them. I figured that I shouldn't wait for one library to get back to me. GIC is drop. He's dropping the sauce in the chat. Shout out to GIC music. That's it. Like that again. Don't wait. That is the biggest mistake producers make. I see it all the time. They submit. <clears throat> they submit one and a half track <laughs> to one company and then they wait. It's like they might not hit you back. Like I had one company I reached out to. They literally did not reach back out until like the end of the, the end of the year i reached out to them in like january bro it was almost christmas and they hit me back with a rejection email so it's like i would have waited an entire year just to hear no and it was shout out to crucial music they rejected me um in those early days but like that's the process man like do you want to wait a whole year just to hear no or do you want to reach out to a bunch of companies speed up that process get through all the no's so you can hurry up and get to the yes i'd rather have the second one um so yeah just keep and then don't stop like you know in the road to 10 placements there's a directory to, to jump start uh the search but after the directory don't stop it's like over 100 companies in there but it, it still doesn't stop once you go through the 100 if you haven't gotten a yes yet we'll I, I show you how to find more companies so start finding more companies and reaching out to them keep going until you get the yes or the yeses um and that's that's what it takes um so yeah <clears throat> let's see we got a few more minutes let me see if i skipped over some questions um 
D D Drick is it DJ Rum DJ Rum six one five. Um, trying to see what I can do with producing skills to make money. Indeed, there, man, there's a lot of things you can do to make money as a as a producer. Um, and that like it's so it's so dope. It's such a dope time to be a producer. So you can obviously produce music for sync, produce music for artists, um, the major uh, indie, which, whichever direction you want to go. Um, you can create loop packs. Um, you can create, you can mix and master off of those services on sites like Upwork and uh, Sound Better and shoot Fiverr, uh, all these different freelance sites. You can offer those those services on there. Um, if you know how to record, I don't know, depending on what your setup is. I know everybody, everybody don't like random people coming to the crib. I know I don't. Um, so, you know, if you got a, if you got a studio or something, boom, you, so you got a studio, you can do studio time. Um, you can create courses. Like if you're an expert in, you know, whatever dog you use or whatever, like you can create a course on that, show other people how to do it, create a YouTube channel, show people how to use the DAW, um, that you're an expert at. Um, or just create a YouTube channel and just show your process. Um, and then boom, you know, you're helping people out. Um, and then you're creating, um, you know, a, a channel that could possibly turn into a, another stream of income through re ad revenue and things like that. Um, merch, you build a brand, um, you know, you may have merch just like, like this. I make music, not excuses hat which is available the link is in the description this is a shameless plug i'm plugging this hat that i'm wearing because it is my hat um so you can create merch and sell that um there's, there's a lot of different things you can do you just got to figure out what you want to do which lane you want to go down and then just kind of focus on that um and you know just make it happen um let me see what other questions have i uh have i skipped over yes do I know where Panda Bear is? Oh, Trey's Panda Bear. Sorry, the, my wife. We've lost the Panda Bear. Oh, is he? He's he's sent, he's putting you through it, ain't he? Check under. It's either under his bed or in the office under the futon. Check under the covers too. If it's not under there, I don't know. Like he just. He tosses that thing around like it gets lost easily. Shout out to Panda Bear. These are like these are like daddy duties that just come up at any time. I love it. So <clears throat> we're we're on the hunt for uh, for Panda Bear. I love adding subgenre to my hip hop compositions. That's where it's at, man. Like man, it's so many it's so many requests for that. Like hip hop is literally on fire in in sync um we it's this this will tell you how on fire hip-hop really is in sync the nhl is starting to use more hip-hop music now hockey like it's crazy and like historically you just you don't hear a lot of hip-hop on hockey like so it's just yeah we need your dope your dope hip-hop in sync if that's what you do but then there's that like there's other stuff too but hip-hop is definitely on fire and ads just listen to the ads man listen to ads um listen to the shows the movies the trailers um 
trailerized hip hop is just it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> by far, my favorite part is the dadding. Appreciate you, bro. No doubt. Uh, Patty P put the the panda emojis in the in the chat. I realize that most singable tracks seem very very minimalistic. Would you say a minimalistic approach is the best way to go? You know what? I'll be honest with you. Probably like the most successful tracks I've had placed have been the the most simple, the more simple tracks. And by simple, I mean just like a simple melody. You know, I'll have one one main melody. I may have something that complements that melody, but for the most part, there's one main melody. There's chords that complement that melody. And then from there, it's just layering of instrumentation and um, transitional effects and drums. Um, that's that's kind of been the formula for me. Um, and then maybe 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 like a second melody just for the breakdowns in my verses, um, because you know you want to when you do your breakdowns like you don't want that joint to just sound empty. It's just only a kick and snare. Um, so I'll have something, um, but yeah, keeping that thing open. And, and simple is has been as it just works it just works i don't know what it is um and you got to think too like we're creating music that you know for 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 production music a lot of times people are talking over this music so don't nobody want to hear your <laughs> your elaborate uh synth lead solos <laughs> over over somebody arguing on love and hip-hop uh so you know keep that in mind like people are talking over this stuff they, they're about to turn the volume down super low anyway um so <clears throat> yeah minimalistic way is, is the way to go now when you get into trailer stuff things get a little less minimal if you ask me um you know there's a there's a lot more sound design going on there's a lot more like sound effects and um you know rise and falls and like this is really, really dynamic. Um, so I think I would say that stuff, trailer stuff, ad stuff, you know, it, it's a lot more. Or if there's like a spot where the music is driving everything and there's not like dialogue over it, that stuff is going to be, you know, a little more, um, a little more musical, I feel. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember you saying at one time, don't overthink it. Facts, don't overthink it um by the way this is one of the best q a dropping all the gems thank you zimzada i appreciate it um so yeah so we about to wrap it up man um for those who are on the youtube channel stick around because we're gonna start the live music reviews um so that's gonna be dope we always come across just some just ridiculousness in the live music reviews both both good and bad mostly good though uh, so stick around on the channel. I'm gonna create another stream after I end this one and then we're gonna hop on that joint Listen to your music. See if it's ready for TV and film like this is your this is your time to share your music and um, And see if it's ready. So that's it, man Hopefully this was helpful if it was be sure to, to like it share it with somebody um, And yeah, I'm gonna catch y'all on the next one. I'm out. Peace Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. 
If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.